0: I'm lucky enough to work with men and women alike who are raising children who share the responsibility who feel you know i don't want to say the burden but the responsibility and the pressure of needing to be there needing to fulfill all those responsibilities organize coordinate schedules share transportation schedules lunch schedules school schedules all of these things. So I see it sort of across the board. Hi Elevators, welcome to the podcast.
1: I'm Christina Romero, coach here at WP Elevation. And on this episode of the podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking with Lisa Sabin-Wilson, co-founder at Web Dev Studios and all around WordPress expert. She talks to me about the challenges of starting a business remotely and building a remote team, as well as the future of WordPress and what kind of things we should look out for. So stay tuned.
2: This
0: is the WP Elevation Podcast. Helping WordPress consultants elevate.
2: Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of 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 coaches and mentors and we have hundreds and by the time you're listening to this probably thousands of members all over the world but it still really is something that I'm very passionate about and and of course if you join WP Elevation we make revenue and we make profit so it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it and partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is. So what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers. So if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast, all one word, you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast.
1: Hi everyone, Christina here, and I'm joined by Lisa Saban-Wilson. If you don't know her name or her face, you're probably very new to WordPress, but she is partnered at Web Dev Studios, has written tons of books on WordPress, and is a frequent speaker at WordCamp. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today.
0: Thanks, Christina, for having me.
1: Yes, and I actually just watched, rewatched your original podcast with Troy over three years ago, which seems insane. And
0: Yeah, it seems like it was just last year, even.
1: No, I know. And it's true. We've grown the program itself pretty quickly that I was surprised by that. Um, But, you know, in that podcast, we're fortunate to know a lot about you. Is anything changed in the last three years or any new developments? Well,
0: well, probably, let's see, three years ago, we've been like 2014. I was about a year into my uh, partnership at WebDev Studios. So um, now it's 2017. And I've, I've, been around web dev for a while now. And, you know, back then I might've even said in my podcast that joining and partnering up with web dev studios was one of the best decisions professionally and personally that I could have made. And now four years later, um, I still feel the same way. Oh,
1: I was going to hope <laughs> it would not be a podcast if you're like, and, and I regret
0: my, it. <laughs> podcast. No.
1: You're like, this is yeah. the moment where I'm coming out and saying, I regret it. no. <laughs>
0: No. It, it's really good. I mean, uh, I joined WebDev after 10 years of freelancing um, with design and development, and um, I said back then, and I still maintain that that I don't regret the decision, and I'm really happy that I made the decision to partner up and, and team up with some of the brightest minds in the community.
1: Seriously. I mean, like I said, if people don't know their names, they obviously have been around WordPress a long time, but, but are you still in
0: Wisconsin? Like, are you still doing
1: it re- fully remote?
0: Yeah, we are still fully remote. I'm in Wisconsin. Um, I think when I did the podcast, I lived in Milwaukee. But last year, we moved uh, further north up into Green Bay. Closer to the Green Bay Packers, clearly. (laughs) Green Bay Packers. Uh, Anybody who follows me on Twitter or knows me knows that I have a passion for football, um, and Green Bay Packers is my team. Well, we're Packers
1: fans here, too, all the way from Maryland, which is odd. but um well that's good well and and working remote has there been challenges and like because i have to say like growing a business remotely with troy is very difficult i mean growing a business remotely not kind of being in the same room every day uh do you kind of keep your you know like chat going i mean like what's some challenges from building a business because i mean web dev is huge i mean you built a really amazing business completely remote
0: Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, remote work has, has its challenges for sure. And communication is probably the number one challenge that most companies who work remotely, um, you know, have and face and have to tackle every day. So thankfully, there are a lot of really dynamic and fantastic tools that are available to us. Um, in the early days of WebDev, we used IRC as like our company chat room. Um, then we moved to HipChat, and most recently, like within the last year and a half, we moved to Slack. Right. Um, and that's just kind of our our ongoing, everyday communication. We use Slack for, you know, we've got different channels for the different projects that we have, and, um, different departments of the company and things like that, and it's really a valuable tool.
1: I find awesome. Slack to be magical. I find it should just be magical. Like what are some, what are some, do you have like random Slack channels that you guys have? Like anything, what are some of the channels?
0: We have, we have a WDS parenting channel where we, have the parents, you know, people who have kids and they, we have a WDS homeowners channel where people who own homes or you know, are doing like home improvement projects or whatever, share some stuff. We have a WDS healthy channel. We have, um, We have a bunch of people in the company who wear Fitbits, um, and we're all on Fitbit.com. We've got a WebDev Studios Fitbit um, account, and we do challenges, and we do a weekly workday challenge, and then a weekend warrior challenge, Um, and we just kind of share what we're doing um, to kind of encourage a healthy lifestyle because I think when you're working remote, it's so easy, and you probably know this, that it's so easy to just sit on your butt behind your computer 10 hours a day or more in some cases Um, and you get so focused and you're you're in this work bubble that you don't even realize that you've been sitting for like the last eight hours doing work coding designing you know whatever it is you're doing Um, it's important to get up and move (laughs) and i think working remotely especially in tech it's important to have those reminders so we try to encourage and foster Um, Self care.
1: I I love that. And I love your channels. You've inspired me. And I I consider them like water cooler channels. You know, they're like the most random things you talk about, like maybe a Game of Thrones channel. I maybe need that in my Slack or something like that when that starts again.
0: We we have a gaming channel for for those who are, Um, you know, individual games.
1: I love that. And it's true. And I have to say, it's different challenges working from home as a parent. We almost have enough. Parents in our, in our Slack, we're almost there. Yeah. Everyone kind of needs to catch up, but I feel a little alone sometimes with the parenting. I love that idea, like just to unload well, an
0: The parenting channel is great because when you, and I'm speaking from a parent perspective as well, like when you're working from home and I've been working remotely now for 15 years, um, you know, your kids and having to manage your kids while you're at home, it's difficult because they see you at home and they think, Mom is just accessible to me all the time. And I can just run in during a video podcast and ask for lunch or ask for and play. So you have to learn how to set those boundaries and it's challenging. That's
1: a really good segue into one of the things I wanted to talk about because I just read an article recently and it kind of touches upon how when you're a woman and you run your own business and you run it from home, you know, there's chances where your partner is sharing chores with you, but as a mom, you have, You still have um, a mind load, like the things you're thinking about to like keep everything running smoothly. Would you say that? That there's like an extra pressure as a woman owning your own business, especially running it from home with a family, that there's just like some extra pressures there that maybe the men don't really feel like in in the whole work uh, home life balance and raising a family.
0: Uh, quite possibly. I mean, from, from my perspective, um, I've been a single mom for many years now. I have a husband now, but for a lot of years when my children were a lot younger and, and through their teen years, I was a single mom. So from my perspective, yes, because I didn't have a partner to share the load. It was just everything it was me. And I was still running my own business on top of that. Um, I have a son who has a daughter and he's a single father. So that perspective is different as well because he's fulfilling both roles. I think parents in general um, these days have that load. I'm, I'm lucky yeah. enough to work with men and women alike who are raising children, who share the responsibility, who feel, you know, I don't want to say the burden, but the responsibility and the pressure of needing to be there, needing to fulfill all those responsibilities, organize, coordinate schedules. Share transportation schedules lunch schedules school schedules all of these things so i see it sort of across the board um mothers in general i mean i think mothers just naturally the natural tendency is to just kind of pick up all of those little things that maybe my husband's not thinking about today you know or or something like that but um just the pressure in general for parents is is real
1: yeah it, yeah. it is. It's so good that you say that too, because it is true. We have a lot of guys in our program too, who are a lot of single fathers running their business um, and raising their kids. And um, I even started like a mompreneurs group, and they were like, "Can we come in?" <laughs> you know, because they're like, "We need the support too." And it is. I mean, I think it is challenging. And one thing I wanted to bring up too, and speak to more is. You know, the whole community of WordPress. I mean, we see a lot of men, male stars. We see a lot of these guys, like, rocking it with their businesses. You know, Troy started WP Elevation. And then, you know, a lot of his coaches have come along, kind of filled out some of the female presence of it and brought, a, I think, a different conversation forward. I think as, as women, I think we tend to sometimes bring, um, I've noticed, at least on our end, um, like, you know... Granted, a lot of men have done this too, but like bringing a little bit more of the work-life balance conversation forward, maybe a little bit more of the mental health conversation forward. Women tend to maybe feel more comfortable talking about those things. Um, So, I mean, do you find a difference? I mean, you're very present in the WordPress space. Um, You're a female business owner. Do you see any differences there? Any challenges that have been unique? Over 50% of our membership is actually women. Uh, We actually have more women in our program than we do men which is so shocking and surprising because you just think tech world and you think um, dominated by the men, but that's not the case in, in what we see with these WordPress small agencies. So, I mean, any thoughts along there? Any, like, challenges you kind of noticed or had to overcome or anything personally that you've had to kind of, you know, reset your mind in terms of,
0: like, how you've attacked things in business? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think that... Uh, in terms of going back to what you had said about <clears throat> conversations around mental health, I think we're seeing a lot more of that um, lately. It, and I think it's a difficult topic to discuss and a t- difficult topic to wrap people's heads around um, because of the stigmas that are attached to mental health. And I don't know that women are more comfortable discussing it than men are. Women do tend to be a bit more um, emotionally in touch. So perhaps, you know, that that provides an advantage, but you've got people like Corey Miller, who is a man, and he is a wonderful, wonderful person in the community. And he has really been doing a lot to bring forward those discussions and topics of mental health. And, you know, I think the more that people see folks who are leaders in the community like that really opening up and talking about it, um, it encourages people to be able to talk about it. I know at, at WebDev, we've got, you know, our own Slack channel <laughs> um, where we talk about, we try to stay in touch with what can help um, in our agency and in, in, in our own WebDev community to really take care of and at least acknowledge and understand the struggles that people go through. Um, because when you're working, when you're speaking at a conference, when you're, promoting things on Twitter or doing whatever to fulfill your job roles. Um, you understand that there's a human behind that. Um, you know, I, I write books on WordPress, but I, I also have my own struggles here at home as well, you know, <clears throat> and I think when you are, you know, working with people like that, it, it's important to understand that there's this whole piece of them, not just the code that they're laying down or the designs that they're doing or, or things like that. But um I'm really encouraged by the conversations I'm seeing in the community around mental health.
1: And oddly, I think WordPress lends itself to that as a community because I think because of it being open source, because of it being very contributor driven, um, it has sort of formed like a support system of of people. Like it's not as competitive um, as maybe other markets are. Um, at least we've found, right. you know, like everyone is almost more su- supportive. So I actually did interview Corey Miller on our, our podcast about, and he talked about mental health. <laughs> yes. And, um, it's just so encouraging. And so we've seen opening up in, in our community and then even just like what you feel when you go to WordCamps, it's just so unique and it's really special. And you have to think that goes back to like how WordPress was made, how it continues. Um,
0: yeah, you know, I think this community really, this community really fosters that openness. I mean, WordPress just the community in general really embraces um, holistic human beings as a person, as a whole, not just as a function or a feature or things like that. Um, we have a gal at Web Dev Studios. She's a developer. Her name is Allison Tarr. She's from uh, Canada and she has been speaking at WordCamps lately around um, mental health and how to care and feed your developer, um, you know, things that you need to think about, um, because it's so easy, even from my perspective as an agency owner, like it's so easy to um, be, I guess, so um, grateful for the work that they do with development. And there's always more to be done and more to be done and more to be done. And just because they're able to perform it and they're able to do it. And these are people that will just sit up all night and code. It's easy for somebody like me to just let them do that. Um, So you have to be mindful that you're not, you know, abusing the person and you're making sure that you're the people that you work with, your team members are taking care of themselves. That's why we have such a, um, you know, push at WebDev for work-life balance and, you know, healthy lifestyles, at least encouraging it to get people to think about it.
1: Yeah. And that's really neat because, I mean, I think where a lot of our members are now is they're starting to realize, wow, I can bring a team on, you know, I can hire someone and then you begin to get off the tools a little bit more and have a developer and have a designer and have an assistant and then have a second developer. And like you said, you begin to forget um, maybe some the, of the rules that you live by for yourself and, and having to manage the team. Um, how big is the team at WebDev now? I mean, how many do you have?
0: Um, I think we're at 42 wow. now. That's great. Yeah. And
1: they're all remote, basically? Or is there like also, a center but, office?
0: No, they're all remote. We don't We don't have a break-
1: that's amazing. Do you yeah. get together for like a company? We thing? do once a
0: year, once a year, at least once a year, we do uh, what we call our WDS camp um, where we fly everybody into a central location and we kind of hang out, um, you know, at a resort. I think once we rented a house on Airbnb and uh, we do that for about a week and we, we just hang out and spend time together, cook meals, share time. It's wonderful. That's awesome. It's really great to be able to do that. And i I love the um, collaboration and creativity that comes out of of being together in person. It almost feels like we can get so much more done when we're together and in person. Um, But I think we do a really good job of of coordinating coordinating that remotely too, but I love the opportunities that I get to be able to spend time with the team face-to-face.
1: That is really cool, and Slack makes it, I think, easier to have better conversations with people throughout the day which is nice with the different channels. But um, I agree. I agree. You know, like collaboration and ideas work really well when we're in the same room. um, And then we can like actually implement and get stuff done remotely just fine. And that's sort of the draw, right? I mean, like you said, you were a single mom. You know, I'm a mom of three small kids. The draw is working from home. The draw is being able to do it remote. That's why we do what we do, you know? And so you want to foster that in terms of growing the company. And it looks like you guys have just... Loaded out of the water, so that's
0: pretty amazing. Well, we, we're hoping. You know, we we improve more and more. You know, every day we learn new things and find new tools, and um, really just having open and collaborative conversations with our teams on what works best for them. Uh, Brad and I don't don't sit at WebDev and think we have all the answers on what works absolutely the best for remote teams. We get a lot of feedback from the people that work for us and try mm-hmm. to adjust and implement accordingly. That's
1: nice. That's a really good point, to actually welcome an open feedback. Um, any latest things we should look on the roadmap for what web dev is coming up? You guys have some great, amazing plugins you've developed and features out there. Um, Badge OS being one of them, which I use, use a lot. Um, so any other things on the roadmap that you guys are working on we
0: should keep an eye out for? Yeah, we recently launched a, a products and plugins division called Pluginize, which is at pluginize.com. Um, a lot of times we do, probably about 80% of what we do at WebDev is client services. And the clients that come to us are are so creative um, and they bring these challenges to us and say, we want this to be built and you know, we want to use WordPress for it. Um, a lot of times we're building things that for clients that are, are very, very specific to their needs and, and their content management or content curation needs. Um, but occasionally we come across you know, a feature or a functionality that we'll look at and go, you know, this would be a really cool tool for a developer in WordPress to be able to utilize to do this. Or it would be really cool for a user um, to be able to have this in their dashboard to be able to control their content. And so, you know, we look at everything that we do for clients and and Try to turn those into tools for community developers, users, whatever we can. And we release a fair amount of them for free. Um, we have CPT UI, which is uh, a plugin that really helps you, it gives an interface to the creation of custom post types in WordPress. Um, you know, that's been an incredibly popular plugin with over a million downloads on it. And we recently um, released the CPT UI extended, which has a few more features and support available for it um, so we continue to do those things but like I said about 80% of what we do is client services so we're we're building websites building uh, features and functionalities for clients doing a lot of content migration off other platforms onto WordPress so that's always exciting I always love to be able to take a site that's done in like a proprietary CMS or some other content management system and bring it into WordPress because I feel like you know, like freeing and from the
1: shackles <laughs> for practice, yes. Yeah. For free.
0: Um, that's one of the greatest things about um, working with these clients who have never worked with WordPress before and introducing them to really the independence and autonomy that it brings to their teams to be able to manage and curate their own content. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. Well, um, you know, you've been in this for a while now with WordPress. Where do you see WordPress going? I mean, it's a loaded question. It's a big question. But, like, where do you see WordPress
0: Going from here to the moon. No, <laughs> um, I mean, it WordPress has come a long way. I've, I've worked with WordPress since two thousand and three, which is pretty much its inception, um, and we've seen a lot of uh, ups and downs and and mostly ups with WordPress. Um, but right now, I mean, WordPress has got a pretty significant market share, right? It's, its I don't even know what the number is anymore. You hear 25% of the internet. I've heard 30, I've heard 27. I don't really know where it lands. It's there and it's it's extremely significant, um, the reach of WordPress. Um, you know, as as things have evolved, um, on the web and technologies and WordPress evolves along with it. I think the development team with WordPress has done a really good job with evolving WordPress, particularly around the West rest API, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, enables apps powered by JavaScript to run on the platform. Um, you know, and last year, one of Matt's biggest pushes was learn JavaScript deeply. Um, and he even said that at the State of the Word, that, you know, he believed that uh, JavaScript and API-driven interfaces are the future of WordPress, um, but not just WordPress, but also the web. So obviously, I think it's important that we're seeing the leadership of WordPress really pushing that forward. Um, so I think it, you see it moving in that direction of, of really API-driven interfaces pushing uh wordpress development and and web development just kind of as a whole and then overall i think that um you know you just see wordpress moving into more of a unified streamlined interface you've got squarespace which has become a big competitor um wix you've got a bunch of you know platforms like that that really are streamlined sort of unified interfaces so um there's that and I think WooCommerce, the acquisition of WooCommerce by Automatic, says a lot for the direction that WordPress is headed in the e-commerce space. I know at WebDev, we're doing some pretty significant e-commerce work with WooCommerce, um, particularly in the last year, or year and a half. So um, I think you start seeing more easily integrated options with with e-commerce um, around Woo and WordPress so
1: that's awesome perfect you okay. have so much knowledge that like I'm like and then that's the future so <laughs> and now we all know <laughs> we are caught up <laughs> well thank you so much Lisa for coming on the podcast and sharing with us today and if someone wanted to get in touch with you where can they
0: find you uh, at webdevstudios.com. That's pretty much where I exist. I'm on Twitter at Lisa Sabin Wilson Perfect. as well. Yeah we'll tweet, you. Yes.
1: All right. Well thanks so much and uh, and have a great, you know, have a great year. Now we'll speak to you in three more years.
0: <laughs> Hopefully it won't be that long. Yeah, right. But thanks a lot.
1: All right. Take care. <laughs> I just want to thank Lisa Sabin-Wilson for joining us on the podcast and taking some time out of her very busy schedule uh, to speak with us about those things. And I'm going to take her advice on those different Slack channels and add some more variety to my team. So I will be doing that and I hope you do the same. So take advantage of that. If you are building your own team remotely or also her tips on where WordPress is going, take some action there and go Elevate.